but what's up, man? How, how's everything? How, how you been? How's the car? How's life? How's everything? Yeah, it's good. Um, car took kind of a beating last year, so it's uh, in refresh mode right now. But overall, pretty good, man. Just busy. A couple of jobs and doing the series and working on the car and stuff. So it's it's been busy. So how about you? What's the... Do you sell the, the V6? No. Dude, that, I couldn't <laughs> sell that thing if my fucking life depended on it. Uh, no. Uh, I can't even get like a decent trade for it. Um, I was kind of, I was kind of struggling, mostly low ballers. So, like originally, I posted the car last year for like seventy eight hundred bucks with expected low ballers to come in, and I was willing to take five grand for it. So this year, mm-hmm. I posted it like five grand firm. I'll take it. And then I think the best offer I got was like four grand. And at that price, I may as well just rip everything out of it, and and just part it out. Either part it out or. I don't know. I'm kind of on the. I thought I got a hair up my ass the other day to be like, maybe I should just uh, pull as much weight from it as possible, because that seems to be my issue right now is like the uh, power to weight ratio, and then just buy some like 17s for it and kind of make it work. Um, but I really don't want to dump a bunch of money into it, money and time into it just for it, just for me to show up again, and then I just can't keep it sideways. It's it was a it's a struggle to keep that thing sideways. Like it's I believe hard. it. It's super heavy, and you just have no power. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see. But I did yeah. just find out that uh, Chevy makes uh, inline six, and I didn't know about it until like today. And then it's a Trailblazer engine, so I was I ended up down a rabbit hole on that today, and they're like two hundred bucks. Oh, nice! Can they take power? Uh, apparently, you get them to like four hundred with a turbo, and they're fine. But, okay. but that's, I don't want to end up down that rabbit hole. <laughs> then you're, <laughs> no, because it defeats the purpose of the seat time correct, car. Correct, because a $200 motor turns into a $5,000 swap by the time you get a transmission for it and the drivetrain and all that fun stuff. So I'm good. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I want to put boost at it. So what am I going to run it on? Exactly. And then it's just a mess. But yeah. let's, uh, we'll talk about you, man. Uh, let's get, it, introduce yourself, who you are, what you're driving, where you drive. We haven't heard from you in a while, for, so people who don't know you can get to know you. Yeah, awesome. So I'm Adam Billings. Uh, I'm from Illinois, outside of the city of Chicago. I'm like 20, 25 minutes out there. Um, so I do a lot of Midwest driving. Uh, this year I'm driving Tristan uh, D Street League for all three rounds, which is going to be pretty sweet. They have one in Kentucky, and I guess a couple of the guys are going to get to do toge runs out there so hopefully i can drive well enough to be included in that um yeah which i'll i'll get into that later i think but i'm excited about that but uh yeah i drive a 99 mazda miata with a turbo on it um yeah it's a it's again it took a beating at the end of the year last year so definitely got to fix some panels and bend some stuff back but she's a trooper so wouldn't trade that car for, for anything right now. What kind of power is that thing putting out? So it does, we did 220 torque wheel and then like 208 horsepower. So not a lot, but in the small package, it works pretty well. That's not bad. Uh, what does that thing weigh? Like 2,400 pounds with you in it? Like probably less. It's like 23, I think, from the factory. So with the turbo kit, 
a little bit of weight, but then um, like we pulled a lot of stuff out. So I would guess it's probably around there, 23, 24. Give or take. Yeah. That's not too bad. But, no, but it scoots, like especially tighter tracks, like, um, like US Air. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to run away from me, which is nice. That's a, yeah, but that's uh, like a tight, high wheel speed, slow corner track type situation. Yeah, it's just, it's real tight and technical. So you could be like second, third gear, um, but rarely would you click fourth. That's how Grange is. Or okay. It's Apple Valley Speedway now, but yeah, I can, I would say it's kind of like that. I tried, I played US Air on my sim setup when I did have it, and it was pretty cool, but it was the uh, same situation, kind of like Grange, high wheel speed, super slow turns. It's fun. Yep. It has its purpose, but sometimes it's hard with a when you have a big old fucking uh, wheelbase car. <laughs> yeah. So the big old V eight car coming in, not the not the maybe not the best for that track. No, not always. Well, no, I'm pretty sure everybody else rocks it with the V eight, no problem. I don't know if it's a V eight issue. I think it's more of like my wheelbase problem. But I've seen other like G thirty fives and stuff. Uh, which is a similar wheelbase to what I have, and they do just fine as well. It's just me, and I'm coming up with excuses. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the whole seat time battle again. Yeah, yeah, we're, I'm working on it right now. I'm trying to, at least. <laughs> Dude, I tried buying a trailer, like, last week. Yeah. Uh, well, long story short, uh, I'm about to make it long. <laughs> I ordered a trailer on the 19th of uh, January, and, the, and during the sale, the guy's like, yeah, it takes two weeks. Perfect. So we get a deal to go through and he's like, all right, two to three weeks and your trailer will be done. I'm like, cool. So I wait three weeks. I hit him up coming up on the fourth week. Um, he's like, oh yeah, you should be ready for pickup Monday. Doesn't happen. So Monday he, t- he emails me. He's like, Hey, uh, it's not going to be ready until Wednesday. I had, I got a couple guys call out and I was like, cool, no problem. Just, you know, Wednesday's perfect. So Friday I show up. The trailer's still not ready. There's like an axle not even on it. It's still missing an axle. It's not wired yet. So I wait there for like two hours. He's like, oh, we'll get on it right now. I wait there for like two hours. And then I walk outside to go look and I haven't even touched it yet. So I just left. And then I emailed him. I was like, dude, I was like, look. So I emailed him and like, I have a a trail of emails of him telling me when it was going to be ready. And I was like, hey, man, the least you can do at this point is just drop the trailer off of Drop the trailer off at my house, which is like an hour away. And then uh, he was like, no, thank you. And he sent me back my fucking deposit and he canceled the, <laughs> the thing with the bank. Oh and I'm not even mad at him because I would have did the same fucking thing. Oh, I was like, man. Oh, I mean, I, I would have been kind of salty if I drove an hour away, did two hours, drove back with no trailer. Uh, yeah, I was a little frustrated uh, for sure. Um, but. You know, what can you do? I understand shit happens, but if you would have told me, like, hey, this trailer ain't ready, I wouldn't even fucking showed up. Right. But I was assuming it was going to be ready Wednesday, and I gave him two extra days. Right. Hey, at least he sent you back the money without a problem. Didn't even fucking hesitate. I was like, cool. (laughs) Especially for a made-to-order product, which I'm pretty sure he'll sell, like, tomorrow. The day after. Once it's done, it'll sell. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, they're... Fucking trailers here, brand new, are like forty five hundred, five grand. Um, oh, obviously, sounds, yeah. sounds nice actually. That's just for an they're open like, trailer. 
Yeah, they're like six to seven out here. They just went back down. So they were at like six or seven. Uh, okay. They just went back down. But um, yeah, and they are made to order. Like they cannot keep them in stock. I did find one. So I'm waiting for this whole quote unquote deal to reverse. And then uh, the same company I was using for, to finance it, they have another one, uh, another company that they work with probably like another an hour away but in the other direction so i'm gonna go pick that up next weekend <laughs> but there's just ready to go i already gave him a deposit oh, awesome so at least i have one that at least i've got one coming now i don't have to wait for it right but seems a little bit more reliable too yeah and i got uh i had ordered a 18 foot with a dovetail and immediately when i saw the trailer i was like "Ooh, this isn't a good idea because it was too long, and then the dovetail I knew was going to scrape in my driveway. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah, so I did look out, and I so, bought one with that one this time. No good. dovetail. Change it up yeah. a little. Yeah. Uh, would, are you still driving your car to the track? I remember you were, right? So I was, but uh, for the past two years, I think I've, I've been towing. But I, had, I only have a Jeep Cherokee Trailhawk. Hey, it works. So I've been towed. I tow dollied. Which... It worked. It wasn't the greatest, but it got me there in the AC and everything, so that worked just well enough. Is it a six-cylinder? Yeah. It works. It, yeah, there was no problems. Like It handled it great, actually. So I, I think I went like 60 on the highway. So it was slow, for sure, but there was never a point where I was worried. Back when I first started, I was towing with my... I had a Jeep XJ, a Cherokee. <laughs> Yeah. And I had like a a four point six stroker in that thing that I built in my fucking in my dry, in my parking lot at my old apartment building, and uh, that thing had like the spongiest brakes ever. But when I hooked up a trailer to it with the trailer brake controller, that's the only time I got it to stop fast. <laughs> but it was a fuck. It struggled going uphill like to the uh, racetracks around here. It was yeah. It was like me with the hazards on in the slow lane. And the big rigs are passing me. <laughs> You're like barely making the speed limit and it's just screaming. Yeah, pretty much. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, no, we, when we put the cage in, I got, I was real scared of driving down the street. And so after that, I started toe-dollying it because... Is it legal there? You know, worst, Is the cage that? illegal there? Um, I'm not actually sure, but... If someone hit me without my helmet on and everything, you your head on it. It's not that's worth it. the yeah, yeah a, not worth the injury. Yeah, that I see some people drive around here sometimes with a cage. Like there's a little E30 that drives around town here without a cage with a cage, and I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, your head's super close to that fucking rail. Yeah, and even if you put some padding on there, like you know, it's not <laughs> really helpful. The that padding's much. to soften the helmet hit, not the head, <laughs> not the skeleton <laughs> yeah. hit. Right. You're not gonna have. You're gonna be alive to collect that insurance money, like. I know, right? We'll see. Oh, someone actually offered me to trade an E30 for mine, and I almost did it. That would've been cool. Um, he's like missing paperwork and shit, and uh, I was like, ah, the one fucking thing you need. <laughs> right. <laughs> Is it hard to get like a fresh title and stuff out there? Uh, I mean, if you know what you're doing, it's pretty easy. But it's gonna cost if you. Well, even if you go to like a service around here, like there's one down the street for me, they'll do it for you, but they don't advertise that. But if you walked in there and you're like, hey, I need to title this car, 
I'll be like, give me a thousand dollars, and you'll yep. get a title. And sometimes that's not worth it. I mean, depending right. on the car, especially if it's on a trade or something. It's like, do I want to invest into this again just so I can drive yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. And I and I was like, no, I I already had an E thirty. I flipped one on the freeway with my kid in it, so I don't need another oh, one. Geez. Yeah, he's like eighteen months. Oh my yeah, gosh, it's not a good it's not a good time. Um, they're cool cars though. I just I don't I didn't want to get another import that I was just gonna end up selling anyways. And then deal yeah. with the whole process all over again. Right. And then you still have to find the title. Yeah. And then ideally, if I can get, <laughs> I don't know, if I can get like a Civic or a Corolla or something out of it, like a comparable, um, or at least a relatively close in value vehicle, I would just do that because then I can sell a Corolla to fucking anybody where I live. I live in essentially Chinatown of Los Angeles. Uh, and that's all there is around here. So some kid's going to be like, I need a new car, and their parents are going to be like, Toyota or a Honda? Because I run forever, so sometimes you get lucky, but we'll see. Yeah, well, hopefully you can move it, because it sounds like it's kind of taking up space. It is. It is. If not, I'm going to gut the shit out of it and cross my fingers and hope that works. (laughs) But I am pulling my stereo system, putting it in my truck. Nice. Um, so what happened to your car last year? Yeah, so it, overall, it ran pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had like a breaking up issue right at the end of the year, which was, ended up being a coil pack, but it threw a wrench like in the final weekend, uh, second to final weekend, like showed up, got the car, started it up, like revved it and it just sputtered. I was like, oh, great. So I spent half the day trying to figure it out, but, um. In the we did a 5k shootout for like the last event mm-hmm. of the year, and in practice, I was like trying to practice my chase run getting a little close, and the guy spawned in front of me. It was a Z, just throwing that out there. I feel like it's always a Z, <laughs> but um, <laughs> he spun in front of me, and it's like, and I was trying to be the hero, and then I hit him oh. and like bent, bent upper control arm real bad. I think something else is tweaked under there still, um, but ended up like. Oh, I crunched the whole front end on the right right side as well. Like the headlight was destroyed, all the framework is pushed in. Um, so it looks pretty bad right now. But we found a control arm in a junkyard, hmm. which was like amazingly fifteen minutes away. Uh-huh. Ripped it off and then put it on the car and then it got to compete. So a steering wheel was off, but like it drove. I, that's not terrible. Uh, it. Do you have to do any like fab to like fix it or you bend anything real bad? As far as like frame. To be goes? honest, I think the frame's okay. I think it's just the uh like the sheet metal on the outside mm. that's messed up. Yeah. But um I I have a bet that either like the lower control arm or the subframe is tweaked a little bit. Ah, okay. Uh is it that's a is it hard is. to find like uh parts for that? Especially at a junkyard, I, I would assume I've never seen one there. That it was super lucky. I I swear I called everybody in my phone contact in every parts store within an hour, and no one had one. But uh, yeah, like randomly, we were at this like a uh, performance shop the night before, mm-hmm. and uh, our buddies texted him, and he was like, "Oh yeah, there's a guy who parts out Mazdas like 15 minutes from you guys." Oh, shit. Yeah, it was amazing. So I drove over there. Did you have to pay we that premium Mazda price because he's the only oh, fucking oh, guy? You did. Oh huh? man, it was expensive. <laughs> And this thing was like super, super crusty. 
we've so we've took it off. I'm like, well, the ball joint doesn't look like it has play, but we'll know when we put it on. It was that bad. Oh, fuck. But uh, no play. Amazingly. Yeah, that's that's downside to like certain sought after cars, and arguably Miatas are because they, you guys have the there's like a whole Miata spec class, right? So yeah. that makes it a super hot commodity, especially because those uh, things have tops. to be. Um, uh, for the most part, stock, right? You can't run too many aftermarket options in those spec classes, so. Yep, it's like all factory parts, mostly. It would, I, can you even put coilovers on them? I think you can, right? No, it's like a, it's a shock and spring, and then the, like, they, like, pull the bump stops out to, like, lower it down a little bit or something. I had a buddy who does run spec Miata, but, yeah, they're, they don't handle great. Like, if you drive one, like, this is not it's nice. It's a shit show? Got it. <laughs> Yeah, it feels like a stock car, basically. Actually, refresh my memory. What do you what do you have all done to that car? I know you said you recently turboed it, right? Did you have it turboed last time? I don't remember that being a thing. No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was turboed for last season. Oh, okay. So yeah, we haven't talked yeah. since what? 2019, 2020? I think twenty. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. But um yeah, so it is uh cage so like fd spec with the uh intrusion bars and then like welded diff which is pretty basic uh six speed mazda trans now instead of the five speed because i went through three of them last year so that was fun what trans yeah, is in them great just like a five speed i don't know what it is exactly but they are uh and i had the strong five speed as well so that was amazing you had, you had the thicker glass <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I have a, I took one apart and it's like, you know, 60 to 70% of the teeth uh-huh. are missing off of the second gear. Nice. So is that, yeah, not great. uh, because of the way your car set up, is that kind of like the most common gear you use? Yeah, it was for the five speed. Okay. Um, now it's third gear, Okay. which is actually a little bit better. What are you running the stock diff in that thing? Yeah, it's a 410. I'm going to ask you a stupid question. What, what Mazda is your body? Um, that's fucking came out weird. What is the body number for their <laughs> Mazda? Uh, NB. Okay. So non-pop-up headlights. So don't those ones, aren't those like super um, common to do like a uh, a CTS or a Solstice, Solstice diff swap? Yeah. That's crazy. And I think it'll take up to like 400 the, ballpark. The, the diff, that's, that's what the diff they claim. But I think we had we talked about this last I think, time. I think, I think we've and how those tips are like glass. They are, I have I have the because uh, I popped the other one on my way to an event that I was trying to drive at. Awesome. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. great. I got stuck at a abandoned gas station. Um, oh, actually, I think I remember that because I shared the post you made. Yeah, it was because you were like, "I'm looking for a dip or something." No, no, I needed a ride because um, I was trying to drive the car back home. Stupidest thing I ever did. Um, Anyways, I uh I pulled a a diff out of a what is it the XRS RSX no yeah the Cadillac XRS the SUV. So if you find one from like a 07 or 08, they have a uh, much stronger case, like with the webbing that they uh-huh. threw in there, and then uh, that one you can get in like a 391 setup. But that's the best you're gonna get as far as gear ratio goes. And what yeah. would you say your final drive was? Uh, four ten. That's what I'm switching to. So now. it's ah, it's been good so far. What I found is that, like with the with the six mm-hmm. speed, like third gear runs out like 
the 5k was on a bank mm-hmm. and like about i want to say like 70 percent through the bank like i hit limiter mm-hmm. i didn't run out of wheel speed i still had some wheel speed left but i was definitely like all right cool so that's about as fast as i can go <laughs> on this bank now gotcha okay but yeah um what do you have done for like suspension and stuff like that other than your uh your trusty rusty control arm you got <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's a uh, Fortune Autos, Fortune Five Hundreds with Swift Springs, mm-hmm. and then the Destroyer Die front angle kit and rear drop knuckles. So it's a you know it's not like crazy, but uh, it's reasonably set up at that point. I heard those Fortune Autos are really nice, and I are they like comparable to yeah. like a feel, or are they premium to a feel? I know they're price wise, um, they're roughly the same. Yeah. So I've never I haven't driven on feel at all. Mm-hmm. But I feel like um, the fortunes are a step, like definitely a step up on your like usual BCs. Yeah, that's what I okay. That's what I would compare. Yeah. I would say the same thing about um, feel, but just to like BC's okay. entry level, obviously, like um, BC does have like good stuff I've seen, but I'm just saying like oh, yeah, the basic you... entry level stuff. Um, that seems closer. They seem closer to a Megan. A Megan coil over for their yeah. their basic setup as opposed to the feel, but their next level up is obviously um, comparable not only in price but uh, quality as well. It looks like. Yeah, I think so. And the like the fortunes I've loved, like it's actually comfortable to drive, which is amazing. But also the dampening adjustments do a lot. Mm-hmm. So if you can adjust them at the track and it actually does something, you know. I know some of them sometimes you're like, oh yeah, I turned it 10 clicks and nothing happened. But like, I've enjoyed it. And I went from, I had max speeding rides, max speeding rods on there first. <laughs> so I went from like the cheapest coil Those are like, possible. no, I follow those fucking dudes on TikTok. And it's funny. It's <laughs> always like some, the, the two girls that run their TikTok, um, they're always constantly showing the, uh, cause I always go live. So they're showing like the uh, coilovers and like, all the adjustable knobs. I'm like, does that thing really work though? Like, or does it just click 32 different times? Doesn't right. actually do yeah, anything. Like, oh yeah, I feel it. I yeah, think it definitely. Yeah, I've lied to myself before. <laughs> yeah. So going from like the cheapest possible to like, like I sold. I had a O3 325i, mm-hmm. like automatic. It was a daily, and I sold that and bought coilovers with that money. And it was like, ah, oh, yes. This is these are nice coilovers. This is what's up. Uh, stock E forty six. Those those are fun. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I had a good time yeah, with that those car. Those are fun. I remember my dad got one when I was like sixteen. I remember driving it around. And I was like, this thing's a shit. And then I bought yeah, mine. It was and awesome. Fucking completely ripped it apart. <laughs> uh, what? Did, how many events did you drive last year? It was it was a lot. I think. Off the top of my head, I'm not sure, but we did several US Air weekends, mm. the shootout at the end of the year. Nice. Oh, you did, um, you did yeah, an a FD couple shootout? Of like, no, no, no. It was like a like a grassroots 5K shootout. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. When they say shootout, I just assume fucking FD for whatever reason. No, I mean, I, they usually say FD shootout, so that makes sense, but no, not yet. No, no I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, but, but it was a good season. Like, had a lot of fun. Um, 
they at the US Air Days Club FR does they call Hyperdrift. Mm-hmm. They do like a little competition at the end of the weekend, basically. Or Saturdays? I don't know. Usually Saturdays. But so I did three of those. So that was fun to get like some competition in there. Um yeah. Overall good season. Lots of driving. I watched my tire bill go way up. Especially with the turbo. Because I went from stock power to the turbo. It's like, oh, this is fine. And then all of a sudden, I'm like 12 tires in a weekend. Like, okay, this is expensive. Uh, what tires are you running? And what size? They were 195, 195.50 15s and 205s at the end of the year. Mm. And like, I just ran Ironmans. Oh, okay. Don't those last pretty long? Yeah. Like if you heat cycle? They're great. Yeah, as long as you don't, as long as you don't hot lap, they're great. Yeah, that's what, I've heard that too. So I heard that. What about if you heat cycle and can you can you hot lap them or not a chance? You can hot lap them, but they, you know, I, like anything, I, they degrade. Yeah, I get that. Uh, have you tried Kendas? No, so I really, really want to. Oh, that's right. They don't make Kenda a whole makes, lot of sizes for you. I remember that. No, they make a one ninety five, fifty five, fifteen, and it's just pretty tall for what I want. Uh that's understandable. Uh, yeah, but they they make a Valino makes. A two hundred five fifty. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna try those this year. I heard good things about them too. Actually, I heard they're like super yeah, comparable too. to Akenda and Longevity. But I've heard, don't quote me on this, Ed. If you listen, sorry. I heard they have more grip too. Um, but that's not Ooh, necessarily nice. what you're always looking for either. It's true. I uh, for I am looking for a little bit more grip with them. But yeah, I like I would love to get some Kendas going. Because I've only heard amazing things, but we'll see. I heard someone tag me in a post, or they sent me something that kind of might come out with a two hundred five fifty. Is that a super? Is that a excited. super common size for the dudes running fifteen? I think so. That's pro- that's pretty common. Like some Civics would run that too if you're not going really aggressive. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, okay, that makes but, sense. Uh, I don't yeah. know. If, I wonder if that's their market though too. That I guess that's the yeah. that's where it has to make sense for them to make it. Like, yeah, they'll make it for the drifter, but I need to sell this ship to other people. Like my right. dad bought Kendas and he didn't know what they were. Um, oh, he just bought them like because he was looking for tires. Yeah, well, he was put he was finishing a car and he was like, these tires have a good tire pattern. They don't look fucking shitty and they're inexpensive. I'll buy them. That was his thought process behind him. And then I told him what they were. He's like, oh, I didn't know you ran them. He's like, I'll tell the guy I'm selling this car to their drift tires. I was like, don't, don't ever tell him about that. That, oh, that. Yeah, don't do that. that. You can tell some boot. You mean you run them at takeovers? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually, he sold, he built a car and he sold it to his Snap-on guy. And, uh, oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, so I was like, nice. Uh, finally, the Snap-on guy gets it. Instead of him giving <laughs> yeah. it to you. Yes. Without lube. Uh the deal was, you know, something about like, oh, we'll give you a couple of tools. We'll give you this toolbox. We'll call it. That's exactly and... what it fucking was. He got a <laughs> brand new. My dad. Uh, long story short, my dad used to be a mechanic in the nineties. Uh, before we got into the field he's in now, which is like uh, fire life safety, and he always used, had snap on tools when I was a kid. And then when he got into this field, his snap on tools started dwindling down, and he just bought like whatever tools. He didn't give a shit. Because he wasn't a mechanic yeah. anymore. Um, and then he met this guy who wanted to buy this car that he was building. And then he was like, 
you give me this toolbox full of tools and 20 grand and we can uh, make a deal. I was like, fuck, man. Why can't I get a deal like that? Right. I'm, Sounds nice. I could use that. I'm willing, use that money. I'm willing to fucking cancel that trailer and trade this car for a trailer at the moment. Anyone listening looking for a Cadillac? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't drift it unless you fucking rip it apart and put 17s on it. I was thinking about changing the setup, but I don't know, man. I want to, but I don't want to. Does your car have a seat in it? Like a bucket? Yeah, so it runs. I got a Sparkle Sprint. Did you ever drive it? Did you ever go drifting without a bucket? Uh, not that car, actually. Any, any car. I have drifted cars. Yeah, I've drifted cars without buckets in them. So did you, did you ever get the worse. cramps? From like trying to hold yeah. yourself in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking worse. <laughs> yeah, I have it on this car. I thought about just throwing a harness in and see if I can just tap, strap myself in tight enough. I wonder if that'll work. Yeah. But... It might. It'll probably help at least a little bit. Yeah, right? I would have to probably place it super strategic to where it, like, puts me... It really, really grabs my waist to, like, keep me, like, my ass into that seat. (laughs) I thought maybe, like, a six-point harness might do it. I'll put a fucking hole in the middle of the seat. I don't give a shit. And no one's going to buy it. (laughs) Clearly. Right, right. At this point, we know no one's going to buy it, so why not? Yeah, I'll, I'll never do that again. Oh man! Yeah, this car. They yeah, make those like those uh, seatbelt lockers too, for like fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. What's that? I don't know. I, it was like an old autocross thing, so maybe it doesn't exist anymore. But it was like a clip that went on your factory seatbelt. I look that up. Seatbelt. Yeah, and, basi- and basically, like it was supposed to. You know, when you pull your seatbelt tight, like it'll lock, and then like it'll loosen up after a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. It like prevents it from loosening, so you're like locked in place. That was the idea, but they used to run it all across like a while ago. Nope, nothing's coming up. Okay, maybe it's an old. No, it's expired. Time. I'm also I'm also on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first one to open. That was the first one I had to open. But uh, I see. I think I know what you're talking about, though. It kind of just kind of. Oh, I see it now. Actually, that'll work. I mean, uh, I don't know if it'll keep me in there though because I guess the biggest problem is when your shoulders are going from side to side like you know when you got a helmet on and your fucking head's flinging everywhere yeah swaying back and forth yeah I, I would say like my bucket seat you know as much as it keeps your hips and it keeps your body in as well mm-hmm. that makes sense so I mean your torso Keeps your torso planted so you're not flailing all over the place. Embracing with your legs and like, yeah, yeah, that's the guys that. That's what a, the guys at Rudd's have like a a, a E46 drift car, but it's like basically stock with like a chopped exhaust, and so we drove that for a little bit, uh-huh. and uh, it's the same it's like stock seat, stock seat belt, and it is brutal because you're like left foot into the door. After you've like initiated and stuff, trying to just hold yourself in. Yeah, that's. I like smack my elbow on the door, the door <laughs> card. It's it's not cool. Yeah. And I got tendonitis, right now in my elbows. So I was like trying to pull uh, the handbrake, so that wasn't helping. The pain. This is what happens when we get old. Yeah, man. 
I started working out, trying to get my life together, and uh, I got fucking tendonitis. <laughs> life was like, stop doing that. They're like, this isn't you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, what what are your so? What do you have left to fix on the car? I know you, you talked about it a little bit, but what do you have other than some sheet metal shit to really yeah, get it so, going again? So I'm putting a different turbo on this year because I had like a little SR20 turbo on it. And um, what I found is that it was running out up top. Mm-hmm. So we did, again, that 5K opened up, kind of showed me a lot. And it was like, I ran out of gear a little bit, but I ran out of boost more. It just fell off past 52. Mm. So... Going to a little bit bigger turbo. Um, Rudd's is going to make a manifold for me, which is pretty sweet. And then a header type situation. Yeah, like a it's just going to be like a nice turbo manifold. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and before it was like hood dumped exhaust, so we're going to actually run an exhaust out the back now. It'll be much cleaner. You going all the way to the back, like a full exhaust system? So it... it'll go just past the axle. Oh, okay. In the rear. Yeah, that's that's perfect. Yeah. Is that car um, super loud? Yeah, that. And then, is it huh? super loud, or does the turbo keep it down a little bit? Uh, I mean, it was loud for sure, but it like it wasn't that bad. You know, it's crazy. It's like, uh, have you seen? Have you heard like a NA V8 versus a turbo V8? Yes. So they're super quiet for whatever reason when you turbo them. Uh, Josh Mason, I remember him. He had a fucking a five three liter. I don't know what turbo he had, uh, or what size rather, but he had it dumping out his hood. And then there was an NA guy next to him with mufflers, might I add, running dual exhaust all the way to the back. Who It was fucking loud next to him. And I was like, this guy doesn't even have an exhaust. And you see sh- flames shooting out his fucking hood. And then this guy yeah. next to him is just, you know, all you hear is like when he was on a uh, limiter. I was like, Jesus Christ. It's pretty crazy. It's just like a, an expensive muffler. For a V8. Yeah, right? Yeah. But it's crazy because I noticed that, like, the um, the smaller engine guys, you're, those shits are loud. Oh, it's when I was, because I, before the turbo, it was basically straight pipe. It was just straight all the way back into a muffler, like a cannon. And it was brutal. It was so loud. But now, like, you put the turbo on and it was, you know, again, still loud, but, like, way better. But the fun thing, again, it shot flames out the hood. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, if you would initiate really hard and clutch kick at high RPM, it would you could feel the impact, like come out the hood. Basically, you would like initiate and be like, bah, big flame, and like you'd feel it kind of like if you're at a concert, and then you get back into it. Uh, when do you? How do I ask you this? Uh, so I I learned on a V8, so I have a tendency to let off of the gas during initiation. Do you do that at all, or is it something that you have to like keep your foot planted on the throttle for the most part? I guess it would depend on the initiation. I mean, you don't necessarily need to keep it like on the floor, but you need to at least keep your RPMs up. And I'm wondering if that's my problem with this car. Maybe like when I was non-turbo, I did not lift on at all. So it was like every clutch kick, I would just stay matted to the floor. And I think I've carried a little bit of that over as well. So like I go in with a turbo. You know, initiate, and I, that's probably why it hits so hard. Is because I'm just still flooring mm-hmm. it, like a little clutch kick, clutch kick, and it just. Would you say? Would you say you've gotten faster around the track? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Maybe I should give it another try then. Before, I mean, I'm still gonna rip everything out, but 
I just keep my try foot it. planted. Yeah, like literally just don't lift and it'll be Yeah. The momentum will be crazy. I get nervous though when I drive. I don't know why. Uh I was on the Simberg for a while and I was doing fine. I would be like super calm, like low heart rate. Not low heart rate, but like you know. Whatever a normal heart rate is. <laughs> whatever that's yeah, supposed when to be. Yeah, gaming, when you're yeah. gaming and you're fine. And I feel like as soon as I get in a seat and as soon as I feel like there are people there, I get super fucking nervous. Because I'm in a fucking car that everyone's going to look at. I'm not in just like a regular 240. And I know... Right. And, and some people are like, no one cares. But I feel like if you see a Cadillac out there, you're going to be like, oh, I want to see what the fuck this thing does. And then... Especially and then you it's see like them. V8. Yeah. Well, not that car. Uh, it's this car that, that concerns me the most. Um, that car I tend to overdrive and do dumb shit in. And, I, and always dirt drop. <laughs> Uh, this car is like, it just, I couldn't keep it sideways. And then when the times I did keep it sideways, it was like on limiter in second gear. And it was just a fucking, it was a completely different driving experience. So I think I'm going to try to lighten the, the big girl up because my V8 car yeah, is way man. less, weighs less with twice the power. If that makes sense. So it's a struggle. Makes perfect yeah. sense. Give it a, yeah, I'd say before, maybe before you sell it. Take it out a couple more times and just try to we'll see. Let's because it is so different. But if you can, I don't know. This is my opinion. But if you can take like the the momentum driving from like low power, big weight, mm-hmm. and put it into your lightweight, big power car, it might help. God, you'd be so fast. Yeah, that that was thinking the same thing. Let me see if there's any events this coming weekend. Maybe I'll go hit one. <laughs> Do it. We fully had a trailer, you know. <laughs> I'll rent one if I can't get it this weekend. Dude, uh, to rent a trailer for a day, it's like 60 bucks. So it's not too bad. It's not. But when you plan on driving twice a month, like my car's not done yet. Um, I still have, I have two other cars here that I need to finish that aren't mine um, before I can even touch mine. But mine needs probably like a solid week's worth of work. And that means like a full 40 hour, probably more like an 80 hour week. I'm probably going to take vacation time to finish it. Um, to get it done, I got to do a rear end, front suspension. I got to pull the motor again and reseal everything. Something's leaking. Yeah, you've got you've got the whole thing coming apart, man. Yeah, I was planning on doing it in stages, though. Like, do the rear end, not call it done. Pull the motor, call it done, and then do the front suspension stuff. Um, no, but I don't know. I was trying. I was trying to drive at least twice a month here. Uh, that's why I wanted to buy a trailer. It was just, I think the payment was like a hundred bucks. So it was worth it for me to, it was going to save me money in the long oh, run. Oh, totally. Yeah. Cause if I have to rent a trailer for like two days or something like that, that's 120 bucks. I feel you. All of these, yeah. like all the US air stuff and all the comps and stuff are like, you know, I'm gone, especially this year. I'm gone like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And Easy. Exactly. For a weekend, that's, you know. If you're renting a trailer from U-Haul, that's 200 bucks just for the trailer for the weekend. Yep. So it made... Plus gas, plus everything. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've been kind of getting away with it on gas. Um, I got a company vehicle that I'm allowed to drive wherever the fuck I want. <laughs> and yeah. since they're, all the tracks from me are reasonably close, like um, Willow Springs is an hour and a half, uh, Apple Valley Speedway is an hour and a half, and Adams Motorsport Park is an hour. Like, they don't... They won't 
bitch about it. They won't say anything, but anything beyond that, like they're not going to be like, yeah, go to Vegas. They'll be like, <laughs> right. hey, hold your horses, chief. Right. right. That's a sweet come up, though, because that can be, that saves you a lot of money. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Because especially with this thing, gets like really good gas mileage. Right? I have a Colorado, a 2021 Colorado, and it tows like 7,500 pounds. So it's definitely Dang. enough for what I'm doing. Yeah. Works for me. That's really nice. Um, but we'll see. Maybe I'll give it one more shot. Do look, it. Look this weekend, then just rip everything out this week. Yeah, if you, I think if you put a little time in, a little more time. I know you put time in already. A little more time and like maybe a little setup tweak, and I think it'll be great. Then again, I haven't driven one, so maybe it's terrible. I'm coming from Miata land, where it's like, oh, 10 PSI in the tires, now I can spin them. Or 10 more PSI, you know. Uh, you know what I did with that stupid game? Is I really liked driving different cars. I got to a point, and then I stopped playing it. I got to a point where I can jump in any of the cars, and like within like five laps, I'd be able to connect the whole track. Maybe not on a great line, but I would be, but I would be able to drive. But you're not spinning every time. Exactly. So it got to that point, and then uh, I got busy and bored of the game, and uh, I gave up. And then I tried playing like two months ago, again, and I had to start all over again, like from scratch. Oh. I was there for like two hours trying to like get through Horse Thief Mile on the track, and I still couldn't do it. <laughs> do, do you sim or no? Yeah. So my wheel actually just like took a crap on me oh. a couple of weeks ago. Ooh, what do you have? It was a Thrustmaster TX, I think is what oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, so I had it's like I got that. I've got thrust, I thrustmaster everything. I bought it from someone. Oh, nice. Out here, yeah, it was. I got a steal on it. It was like five hundred bucks for the the wheel, the shifter, and the pedals and VR. Oh shit! All right. Yeah, so it, it's like a great setup, but the wheel. I went to plug it. And I was like, fine, I got some free time. I think I'm gonna. I told my wife, I was like, I think I'm gonna play the sim for a bit. Plugged everything in, like sat down, put the headset uh-huh. on, and the wheel just wouldn't turn. Oh. And I was like, ooh, okay. So I started troubleshooting. And after, you know, like an hour on the phone with my buddy, who's like my uh, IT guy, um, he, he was like, yeah, I think you need to rewire the, there's like a, a disconnect mm-hmm. in case you like walk away from the computer or something with your wheel. I don't know why you would, but it's like a safety thing. Interesting. Supposedly they go bad right there. So I've got to like cut both ends off and then hardwire it. Lovely. And see if it works. Lovely. Gotcha. Yeah. But I just haven't done it yet. Nope, and that's how it sits for six months. <laughs> yep, exactly. Until I like get enough money, I'm like, oh, so I can just get a new base. Yeah, I, I think the reason I stopped using it was my handbrake stopped working because I was using it too much, and uh, I cracked something. So eventually, I sat down and looked at it, and it took like five minutes to fix. That was the <laughs> worst part. It was just like one thing came out of alignment because it's like there's like this little magnet in there. That's what. Um, controls the uh i guess the sensor so to speak inside the the handbrake itself and that's when it sat for six months and i was like i was like oh let me get into it again and like two hours in it was not happening i was like i can't do this again (laughs) i'd rather just spend money on the car i actually traded um that whole setup for this mac that i'm on now it was like a brand new fucking gift he got from his girlfriend 
And I was like, nice. I was like, oh, you must hate her. I'll take it. So it didn't work out. No, no. Actually, he he originally hit me up about the car. He wanted the Cadillac, um, and he was willing to pay full price for it. But he just didn't have the cash. Um, hmm. cool dude. And then um, he showed up here in like a uh, I don't know what car it was. It was a Mercedes of some kind with like a supercharger on it. The thing was fucking bitching, but he drove the shit out of that thing every time he drove it. And when he got here, he's like, oh, I just picked it up from the shop. It kept overheating. So when he left here, he did a fucking rolling burnout going down my street. I was like, oh, that's why it keeps breaking. <laughs> yeah, because you're doing rolling burnouts he, just on your everyday drive. Yeah, and then he, like a day later, he posted a picture of him doing some donuts. Um not at a takeover, but like he was in an intersection doing donuts, but not a takeover situation. Uh, yeah. Also, I like that we all have to clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's unfortunately, and uh, yeah. I was like, so I sent him a message. I was like, I was like, Google's, why does my car keep overheating? And he's like, I sold it. I was like, oh yeah, I bet you did. But someone's gonna be like, hey, this thing overheats. Yeah, exactly. It's not his problem anymore. <laughs> He's like, it, nope. it wasn't doing that when I had it. What'd you do? Um, what, what events do you plan on hitting this year? You have big events coming up. Yeah, so I'm really excited about this season. Um, the Drift Indie Street League. Mm-hmm. If they want your car to be a little bit more street oriented, so they want like interior stuff to be installed, like such as uh, which is. Um, like you need a dash, you need carpet, at least to the front seats forward, center console, door cards. Yeah, I think that's what they require. Um, thankfully, mine has all of that. Nice. Uh, so I got actually my center console back in, but shouldn't be that hard. Um, so I'm gonna do that, and it's three rounds. There's two, I think it's Ohio, and then one's a Kentucky event, and like I'm real excited about that because they're like shutting down the city where the event is held and we're going to get like police escort to drive into town and like do like photo stuff and people are going to come check the cars Dude, out. That's fucking cool. Yeah. I was, cause I got in and I was surprised to get in a little bit cause I guess they had 150 plus people apply. And, um, so I was like really excited to get that. And then all of a sudden they're like, Oh yeah, we're going to do this big Kentucky thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, I guess if you're a top couple drivers, you get to run toge. In one of the mountain roads down and there. Letting you do it, right? I don't know if I'm going to get toge, but we will see. If I place well, hopefully, then I'll get the thumbs up. Do you? Oh man, I don't want to ask you. I'm going to ask you. Uh, do you get? Do okay. you get nervous when you know that something's um, like there's a benefit or there's a reward for whatever it is? Like, is you like um, if I place well enough, like now there's a reward? Like, obviously, it's. It's not a competition, right? No, it is. It's all. It's three rounds of competition. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, like tandem competition? Yeah, like top thirty-two. Okay, okay. But they're 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 cutthroat. So it's like if you've driven with them before, like you have this top sixteen people for points are in, and then they can have there's overflow. So maybe they have like forty-eight drivers apply, and then you do solo runs, and whoever has the best like qualifying runs, then you get to drive. I like the cutthroat thing. Um, coming from somebody who does not drive well, um, I'm just saying because it, it makes sense. Like, it makes you fucking work for it. It's kind of like having a day job. 
Like, you can't just show up and hope everything you're going to get a fucking promotion. Like, you got to outperform. True. Yeah. So I like that. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad about mm-hmm. it. I was just like, man, okay, that's, you know, they're not, they're not messing around, basically. Yeah, that's good. That means, like, everybody yeah. who wants to be there wants to fucking be there. It's not a whole bunch of people just showing up to like, oh, I hope I do well. Right. Yeah, and that, it's like, oh, you, yeah, it kind of. You got to do well in every weekend, every time you show yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it kind of gives you, yeah. uh, it gives that, it pushes the sport that much further. Right, in my opinion. I'm with you. I think it's going to be cool. But I think also to get back to your other point too, like I definitely do get nervous. Mm-hmm. You know, especially, I think just for competition, like you go out with, with the boys and you drive for six hours or something, like, ah, oh, I had a bad run, whatever. But like when it comes down to like, you have, oh, I have these two runs, definitely the nerves go up for sure. Yeah, it's... uh. <laughs> I fucking hate it, man. I hate yeah. it. Uh, it's great when you drive well, because then all of that nervous energy is just like adrenaline, and it just dumps, and you're like, oh, man, this is amazing. But when you drive poorly, it's like, oh, wow. I, you just crash real hard. I wish I could fucking mentally check out. And I used to be able to do shit like that, and I don't know what happened. I, I, like, at work, if like there's ever a big pressure situation, I don't care. I'm be like, oh, I'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. But like, when it comes to like showing up and having to like do like drive in front of other people, I get fucking nervous. I feel that, and I don't know. I almost like it depends on who's there too. Because like sometimes if you have like one of your boys is like, oh man, like hyping you up a little bit, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, I'm good, you know. But if you're, I, I've driven a comp where I was just there, like didn't have all my, like, any friends or anything, and it was just like, all right, I'm, like, in the comp. And that was harder, because there was, it was just me and my thoughts. And it just kept, like, circling. It's like, oh, man, like, I gotta drive well. Like, I should be able to drive well, and then I didn't. Oh, I wish I had other shit to think about while I was there. Because I work, like, a work example again, like, when I'm at work, I'm not fucking thinking about work. I do that shit with my fucking hands behind, tied, tied behind my back and my eyes closed. I just, I guess it's just something I, it's like breathing. Like I just do it. And that's what I would like drifting to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but fuck, man, how do you, I guess it's more seat time I need <laughs> to get there. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's what I'm learning, I think, for, like, at least for myself, is that, like, just driving, like, a fun mm-hmm. day, zero nerves. Maybe the first and run, just, shredding, like, to get right? the inertia back. Yeah, you just, you just shred. Yeah. But then, as I've done competitions, like the first one, I was so scared. But then, like, I did all the hyperdrift ones. I was like, all right, cool. I'm accustomed to this. I did the 5K, and I was like, all right, this is definitely a different level, and it's more nerve-wracking. But I remember thinking, like, um, like, oh, but I did those hyperdrift comps. I did well. Like, just calm down. Try to focus. So it helped a bit. But I'm trying to use that and go to this next one, and hopefully you can drink and do better. I wish you can drink and drive, but that's frowned upon. <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on where you go, yeah, right? Drunk, drunk <laughs> sure me does not care. There's like a whole alter ego of drunk me. <laughs> Goes out, just shreds. Yeah, uh, I don't know if he's gonna do that, but he won't care if he does or he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you that. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, this man. 
Try, trying to get the shit figured out. Um, oh, when's your you what's it. your first event this year? Um, May fifth. Oh shit, man! You better get that shit's gonna be coming sooner than you know it. It's so fast. Two and a half more I need months. I know. I just told my wife today. I was like, I think I need to take a day off so I can work on the car. Just like a like a full vacation day, just so I can go morning to night and do work. Oh man, I I sometimes I want to do that too, but like um, my girlfriend works evenings, so like my schedule and her schedule is so polar. I wake up at five a.m. She goes to sleep at two a.m. I have one of our friend, our friends is like that, and it's so tough. It's it's fucking rough. So if I'm like, oh, I want to get something done early in the morning, like I can wake up in the morning, go do my thing, and be ready to be outside by like eight a.m. And I gotta fucking be quiet till like fucking at least ten. Which makes yeah. sense. Yeah, you don't want to wake her up. Yeah, I don't want to piss her off. Then everyone's having a bad weekend. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I'm like fuck. Uh, that is the downside, especially if she's working on. Um, she doesn't have like a set. She works at a hospital, so she doesn't have a uh, normal okay. Monday through Friday gig. Um, yep. So sometimes I want to, but sometimes she takes some overtime. So I need to find out when she's gonna do a 7 a.m. day, and then just fucking call out sick. Yep. We'll see. Yeah, I'm with that. But it's like, it's going to have to happen soon for me, for sure, because I'm so far behind. Yeah. That makes two of us. And I'm fucking worried <laughs> about it. Me too. I've been like, like get, starting to get a little anxiety about it. I'm like, yeah, like, I, I, know, how to this, I know how this math works, you know? Like, it's going to be a month and I'll be only like this far. Yeah. And then I need to be testing in like two weeks after that so that I'm prepared for the fifth. Ugh. Yeah. I hate growing up. It's crunch time. Worst case scenario. Worst case, I can wonder if I'm I, already, I could just drop it off with Ruds. I know. I'm already missing the first event I really wanted to go to, which is a Horse Thief Mile event. Um, I think I'm still going to go to the event, like, just to go hang out. Obviously, I'm not driving. Unless he lets me in, which he might, because we are... We're not fucking best buddies, but we are... I'll bring him a fucking 24-pack of beer or something. I don't know. Maybe he'll let... Right. Yeah. He'll let me slide. He'll be like, what's one more car for a 24-pack? <laughs> I'll, br- I'll bring a 36-pack if it makes him feel better in a steak. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know he likes to eat. Um, we'll see. But I don't even think I can make it to that event because that event's, what, the weekend of um, fucking uh, St. Patrick's Day. Oh, it's like mid-March. Yeah, and which is, what, three, yeah. four weeks away now? Three weeks. Yeah. Isn't because what weeks, next yeah. week? Is it next week? We're in March already. No, week and a half. Yeah, week and a half. Week and a half. That's terrifying. Which part? Exciting, but come on. Which part? I think I could slap the car together real quick, but I got these other two cars that are in the midst of like getting finished. The... That side work. Yeah, uh, I regret it. As soon as these two cars are done, I'll never. Time for a break. I'll never work. Uh, I don't want to say never. I'm not working on anybody's car for a while. Unless I fucking yes. need the money to go racing. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, it's rough. I do like the like the two jobs. So I got my full-time job, and then I like do some instructing at the college. Uh-huh. And uh, 
but I'm doing that like Tuesday. So I teach Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. That like a side gig, which means, yeah. So I'm there like part time. But then when that means that I'm like prepping like today, so it's like prep Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Oh, even if it's so like, it's like, like a full time job. Yeah, it feels like it. If you don't mind me asking, what do you uh, teach? Uh, automotive. Oh shit! Really nice. What do you, yeah. uh, so specifically, what do you teach? Because automotive is is a fair plethora so they, of genres. We kind of like yeah. yeah, we kind of rotate classes. So last semester was uh, steering suspension. This semester is uh, manual trans, and then I've done like an electric class and like an advanced chassis class. Mm, okay, that's pretty cool. So it's yeah, so it's a great gig. Um. But it does when it's rolling. It does eat up a lot of time. Yeah, because I, I imagine you do have to like think ahead for what you're going to be doing next and teaching. Yeah. and then make sure and make sure you like know everything too, because it's like so you know sometimes you go into it and you're like, oh man, I haven't talked about like noise, vibration, and harshness and how to find it with math in a long time. Like, fuck, I don't even remember how to do it. Right, googling it. Like how do I, <laughs> how do I do this? Yeah, now? exactly. There's a weekend right there. <laughs> yeah, that's how it starts. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what's your, uh, day job, if you don't mind me asking? I work for, um, for Hyundai. It's a, in their corporate office. Okay. Yeah. So it was a, I used to, cause when we talked last time, I was like a tech at the Aston Martin Maserati. And then I moved from that up to corporate in Hyundai, which has been nice. I won't lie. Yeah. Uh, actually same. I used to be a tech in the field last time we talked. Mm-hmm. I refuse to go in the field now. I sit behind. I'm a desk bitch now. <laughs> Same. And I have no intention of changing that. No, people ask me, they're like, hey, so do you miss nope. it? I'm like, I mean, I still do it on my own car, so I don't. And then I, I get to do the teaching as well, so I'm still involved, but it's just don't, I don't have to deal with the day-to-day. I don't even want to go to a job site to walk it and make sure it's doing fine. To be fair, you completely checked out. Yeah, I'm like, no, you can email me pictures. I'll tell you if it looks good or not. <laughs> Send me a picture, please. Yep. <laughs> Always. I have no desire to leave. And I'm probably not going to respond to that email for like four days. So I hope it's not an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. Depends on the day. The ADHD is rougher more in some days than others. Yes. We're doing this thing, uh, like RO reviews. So where we go through and you check the ROs to see where they filled out correctly, if the proper form is attached to them, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like you have to do ten for each uh, store. So if you have like fifteen stores, you know, you're at a lot of RO reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, but like sitting down and trying to do a chunk of them, like first one goes smoothly, second one's a little bit harder, third one you're like standing up after every RO trying to like. All right, gotta focus. Maybe go make a cup of coffee or something. Come back. Definitely. Uh, I don't know. Like hard, hard to get it all done in one shot. Yeah, I'm the worst. I'm. I have to have a list. If I have a yeah. list, I do okay. Uh, but the list works for everything in my life. I've noticed. If I don't have a list for a car that I'm working on, I will go off the rails. Um, like I'll start with welding and exhaust together but by the end of the night that exhaust isn't finished and i started wiring the car 
Yep. It's or you're like, oh man, you know what? This the part of the garage. Like, I need to clean this in order to work better over here. So then you start cleaning or like moving stuff around. Yeah, it's the fucking worst. Uh, yeah. it it doesn't help. So yeah, uh, I do try to stay on keeping a list helps me if I know like it says clean garage, I'll get through the fucking garage and clean it, and then cross it off and then move on to the next fucking um, item on the list. And hopefully it helps. Yep. Uh, but even then, even then, I'll be halfway through that exhaust, or I'll start on the exhaust again, get like a quarter of the way done, and then something else will fucking twinkle in my eye in the corner, and then I'll start fucking with that. It's. I think that's what's taking these cars so long to fucking be here. Makes sense, man. Have to get <laughs> fucking Adderall or something. Um. What? You said you're going with a bigger turbo this year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're on a stock engine, right? Yes. You're gonna be all right with that bigger turbo. Yeah, as long as we're, we don't go crazy, what? we'll be all right. I wanted to move the power band up a little higher. Okay. Uh, That's my intention. What is your? Where is your power band? Like right now, like where is your power coming in at? It comes in like. 2500 to 3 grand mm-hmm. and then it goes up to like 52 to 55 is when it starts tapering off. Okay, and you're trying to move that to what? Uh probably like 3 like 3000 to 3500 and then to redline is the idea. What's redline? 72. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And if it gets if it's if it moves up too high, I still have the car wired and set up for nitrous from before I had the turbo. So, like, worst case scenario, I can put a small shot in down low to try and, like, aid it. Oh, a little window switch? Prefer... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'd prefer not to just because I don't want to have to pay for nitrous all season. Uh, I thought about that, too. I, I actually bought a nitrous setup uh, for myself. It was, like, the best thing. Uh, what I didn't want to deal with was the heating of the nitrous. Yeah. We uh we used to we took the bottle I think was it last that no, was two years ago we would take the bottle and put it on the, in the engine bay uh-huh. and like let it let the engine while it's running like heat up the bottle uh-huh. that was our so like, get your pressure track side hack I was looking there's yeah. this thing called a nano nitrous system and it's a Ooh, it's okay. essentially like a nitrogen it's a, I don't know how it works because it says it's not a push system um but essentially it just assists the pressure within the uh the nitrous bottle itself and it also allows you to use the entire nitrous bottle so you know how, like when you get to the end kind of goes out and you yep. have like two pounds a pound or two pounds left in there um this one like lets you use the entire contents of the bottle um don't get me wrong it is 650 dollars yeah but when you look at the maintenance of keeping a bottle hot at the track and you're running two or three bottles a day um that 650 dollar figure uh even if it's only i don't know if it lasts more than one but even if it's only lasting one bottle it's still um i still see the benefit to it because i don't have to worry about taking a heater where am i getting power from to heat these fucking bottles up like if you have um one of those preheaters where you just like throw it in a hot it's like boils the water for you or whatever it is or you're running a heater on your car. And then you also have that issue where, like, 
as you're spraying, the uh, pressure is lowering. So you get that issue too. Um, so I just, I, I did think about it and I was like, I think I'm just going to go with that. Because I didn't have any solution yet. I hadn't gotten that far. I only bought like uh, the uh, solenoids, a couple lines and a couple bottles. I don't even have brackets to mount it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I was like, uh, fucking actually, uh, Justin Chestnut, he runs Josh Loves Drifting Program. And I think he's doing Pro Spec this year as well. Um, he's the one that brought it up and turned me on to it. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't know this was a thing. And I'm surprised more people aren't running it. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, when I put the nitrous on the Miata, people were like, holy crap, like nitrous and drifting. You know, a lot it of people was say at that. least out here. Yeah. Yeah, everywhere. Because like, oh, that's a that's a pro car thing, you know. Or and it's like, I think they, I don't know, they overthink it. Yeah, it it worked great. It was a little weird because you couldn't hit limiter because I had it on a watt switch. Yeah, and so like if you hit limiter, stuff blows up. Yeah, it but, would just turn off right before limiter, right? No, no, it was on. It was like on a, I don't know. It was on a watt switch, so I was real concerned that it was just going to hit limiter. Mm-hmm. I would stay in the throttle, and then it would keep spraying, and then I would blow up the intake. From my understanding, um, as long as you throw it on some type of window switch or shut it off just before limiter, it's not an issue. And then I also looked at some stuff. Um, Stefan Papadakis, from my understanding, the way I understood the way he built a couple of these engines to run is... So you know how you're talking about moving your power band up, right? So let's just say you kept your power band where it is. So when it did peak, that means it lost power, right? So when it got to your 7,200 RPM limit, is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would lose power, so essentially it would bog down and get back into its power band. Um, that's kind of the way he sets his, mo- his motors up on purpose. Yeah, I saw that. So when I first got my or had my dynograph, I was excited. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, perfect, because you, when you dump it in, you know, backwards, you come out of your power band, or you you come off the top into your power band, and you can blast through it again. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is, is I don't that much power. Yeah, but you're talking. You're at two hundred horsepower, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it was like four, three fifty or something, I'd be like, this is perfect. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. That was my thought. Pa- my thought process with this thing. So I wasn't worried about hitting limiter because I plan on being in a power band between um, like 3,000 and 5,500 RPMs. Like, and the thing red lines at seven. So I wasn't yeah. concerned. That's what I, at least that's what I thought. But yeah, I do see a lot of people, like a lot of people I've talked to about nitrous, they're all drag race guys. And they're always like, mm-hmm. oh, you shouldn't be on limiter. I'm like, I have no plan on being on limiter with nitrous. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, my car, at least with the gearing that it has now, like it lives on limiter. Yeah. Uh, what did you, yeah. what gear ratio did you have in it before? Um, it was only the five speed that changed. I'm not sure what the ratios are. Five to six speed. The rear end stayed the same the whole time. Oh, so you'd have to know the trans gears. Got it. Yeah, I don't know, but the uh, like the five-speed second was much longer, mm-hmm. so it was like just enough to like run most lines, but you would sit on limiter for the whole time. Gotcha. So now, 
third year, like you have to clutch kick a couple times, but once you get back into it, it just blasts through. Okay. Yeah. Um, what's what made you even pick a Miata? Was it just something you fell into, or is it something you wanted to do? No, I just that's what I had. Okay. When I first the first one that I had, I was like, I just quit my job and gone back and started working in automotive stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, had very little money. And I had this $500 Miata. And so when I was they like, were all right, you know, yeah, back in the day when you could <laughs> yeah. get one for $500. Um, I'm actually about, I think I'm getting a second one though right now for $500. Bucks. No, it's not running. Um, it hasn't, he hasn't started it in four or five don't years, him, but it's like, do not let him start it before you get there. <laughs> yeah. It's all there, so it's like it's just been sitting in his garage for the past couple of years. Yeah, he's got to hit the uh, pull the spark plugs and hit it with like 10 seconds of WD-40 in each cylinder and do not start <laughs> it for like two days and hope for the best. Yes, it's going to be great. It's going to be yeah. fun. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's why I had a Miata. So I just I got one for cheap and then put a couple parts on it and then put a couple more parts on it and then got this chassis I have now and that was when it got all the stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. That's that's understandable. That's how it happens. Uh, were you always a Miata guy, or was it just something you stumbled into? No, yeah. So I used to autocross with Miata Club, uh-huh. but I had Volkswagens. <laughs> what Volkswagens? <laughs> so I had Volkswagens, and which, I was always like, I'll never have a Miata because everyone has them. Which and that which is funny because I had Volkswagens, and everyone also has those. Uh, but know, um, not here. I don't know about where you're at. We have a lot out here. Really? Yeah, they're not super... Well, at least where I'm at, like, I'm in the... Again, the Chinatown of L.A. And uh, it's not a lot. And I'm not in Chinatown of Los Angeles, just to be fair. I'm in uh, San Gabriel Valley, which is predominantly Asian and mostly Chinese um, uh, population here. Like everything okay. here is like Chinese as their first language. So when we go, like the English is in subtitles on the bottom. Like <laughs> when we go to order food, awesome. I bet you the food's amazing though. Oh, uh, it is fucking spectacular. Like I used to think yeah, Chinese food was like Panda Express. And then I moved here like <laughs> I moved here like five years ago, and everything in my kitchen now is like I can pretty much make most Chinese dishes. Not not me. I'm just saying I have the ingredients for them. Yeah. No, that's what's I up, keep though. It I feel like whenever I walk into a restaurant and I'm the only white guy there, I'm like, oh, it's about to yeah. be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. We like to, we like to get a pho, like Vietnamese. Yep, I have a pho place here, uh, too. Oh, we walked into a place the other day because we, we were like, oh, we got to get some pho. So we went out. I walked in, and legit, it was me. And my buddy Chris, and then a couple of other friends, but they're um, uh, one buddy's from Guam, and then I forget what Billy is, but we're again the only white guys. Mm-hmm. We walk in, look around, and I look to Chris. I'm like, dude, this is gonna be great. <laughs> we're about to eat so well. Yeah, I'm a foodie, so outside of the cars, I think my second hobby is food for sure. Hell yes, it doesn't help. <laughs> food gets yeah. expensive. Oh yeah, especially again, yeah like $30 pho. You're like, that was amazing. And then you get the bill. You're like, oh man. Actually, uh, it was still worth it. No, I don't get, we don't have $30 pho here. <laughs> Pho's supposed That's... to be cheap. 
I think I spent like 15 bucks the most. Um, my uh, wheel sponsor, RZ Racing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a Chinese immigrant. And um, cool. I did not know. He, I didn't know that. About yeah, him. he's he's you. If you ever heard him talk, you couldn't. He doesn't have an accent. At least he doesn't have a strong Chinese accent like a lot of other people do around here. And he lives around here too. Um, but he's also a foodie, so he also spends just as much money on food as he does his race car too. That's uh, that's that's the one thing we I have in common with my two race car friends is we're both foodies and we both like race cars. I mean, that's the way to yeah. do it. Because then you're like, you hit the track, and then it's like, oh, we should get some food afterwards. Nope, he brings the food. Rico oh, will... The, uh, the best kind. Rico, Is he like friend applications? He, Does he, he want makes, to come to the Midwest? He, makes, uh, he brings ramen. He always gets it ready and prepped. He makes the best ramen at the track. Man, yeah. what a flex. Yeah, he does. He has his little... Uh, his single fucking... Um, burner grill thing. That he has, which I recommend anybody, if you fucking have, if you're going to the track a lot, get yourself a little barbecue setup, grill with a burner. That mm-hmm. it, you're gonna get so much better food than fucking taking a sandwich. I mean, sandwich has its place. Don't get me wrong, I fucking love sandwiches. Yes. But when you can just heat up, like I don't know, even if it's a fucking ten dollars steak, and you're spending ten dollars for steak and a two dollars on a potato at the track. And someone else brought a sandwich that's soggy for arguably the same price, depending on what you, where you're getting your food from. Uh, I would just I would eat the steak. Oh yeah, we did like we would like make burgers and stuff at the track, and it's it's so much better than like oh I got to run out again and spend like fifteen yeah you know fifteen twenty bucks on lunch yeah when you spent twenty bucks on. All the stuff for everybody. Yeah, I think a grill's like a hundred bucks on Amazon. Yeah, we have we go camping all the time, so we have like Coleman. Yeah, exactly. You no know, propane. So I just pack my camping stuff. We're like, all right. Yeah, that's, I did buy that stuff for this year because I did plan on going to the track more. I mean, I haven't made it yet, but I'm hoping it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Hopefully by the fucking summer. I'm actually trying to get to. Uh, the plan is to get to Nola this year. Have you ever driven in the south? Or t- done no, a long so I've trip? done only Midwest stuff for the most have part. You, have you ever? Okay, so you've never done like a long road trip situation. The the five k was in Michigan, so that was nine hours. Okay. So that was that was far, but nothing farther. Got it. Yeah, the plan is I really want to take my son to New Orleans. Okay. Sick. Um, I went a year ago, and I really liked it. And my son's a little foodie too, so I wanted to do like an event at Nola. Uh, uh, yeah. But they don't have anything during the fucking summer because it's swamp ass season there. So it's kind of hard to find. But hopefully they come up with something on the schedule. And as soon as they do, I'm just gonna book it. Like I'll pay for it with a credit card and figure it out later. Type yeah, situation. Man. Yeah. Get Drive it. out there, and then I was gonna fly my girlfriend and my kid out there because they're not gonna want to be on the road for two days. No. <laughs> I don't fucking. Nobody wants to be on the road no, for two days. I don't even fucking want to be. If I can drive. afford to pay somebody to fucking drive it out there, I would. But that's not happening either. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, that's the plan. I at least want to do one out of state trip. That is my. That one's the highest on my list right now, though. To get um, mm-hmm. to get out to New Orleans for at least a weekend, and then I do have places to park it because I know quite a few people 
out in that area because of this fucking podcast, actually, so I can, like, park it somewhere safe. But they also said that you could park it at the track. Oh, nice. My understanding is, like, 30 minutes from downtown, from, like, Bourbon Street in New Orleans, so we'll see. Yeah. That'd be a sweet trip, though. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Everyone gets to have some good food, and I get to go drifting. That was, which was the goal, to go drifting out of state this year. So we'll see. That's an awesome goal. Yeah. Uh, that's a. Where's your. Uh, do you have any far trips coming up this year? Or is everything still just pretty local for the most part? Um, so. The, the Street League ones are. I think they're like five hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing the, the Riverside 50K as well. Okay. So I wish. I'm going to get waxed in the whatever top 64 that they host, but it'll be a cool experience to run that one. Um, but I think that's another like five or six, and then Kentucky's going to be far. That'll be nine, I think. No, when you say like you're going to lose, I know what you're talking about. Now, do you think it's going to be because of your car? Or do you think it's going to be because of you? Uh, I think that I'm probably if I'm if I'm betting, I think that I'm probably going to get beat on the run up. Okay. Depending depending on if I can if I time it perfectly, I think I'll be I'll be able to hang. Um, but I think it's probably the car and me too. You know what I mean? There's going to be like legitimate pro one drivers. There. No, I get that. But, so. but then the, the question begs, when do you, when, where is that threshold of you stop trying to play catch up and starting to actually be on the level playing field with whoever you're going against? Ah, so we have a project. I have a shell at my parents' house. Okay. Yep. Now we're getting so into good stuff. A... Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So we've got a um I've got an E46 coupe okay. hanging at my parents' house and then that is getting a uh turbo K series. <sighs> Fucking I want it one so bad. It's so sad. That is the so the plan is is the Miata gets the tur- this turbo now. Okay. Kind of a refresh. It's got to get like rewrapped and stuff. And then as I'm driving this season, all the extra funds are going to go into the BMW, and hopefully for 24, we'll be testing the BMW. Okay, so you're going to do like a a big Turbo K series? So, I'm kind of aiming at like four, 450 mm-hmm. to start off, which is like... More than enough? Yep, yeah, and it's like basic K-series stuff. The, the shop that I work with, Rudd's Racing, um, they're like Oh, they do a K series all the time. Mm-hmm. I've heard of Red's so Racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that Maybe. name sounds familiar. Might have been. I, I was just thinking that too. I was like, wait, you've been on here before, and I think <laughs> you mentioned them. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah, they're they've been pushing me to K swap everything, and it was always like, oh, like I have all the Miata stuff already. Like, you know, if I sell it all, I still don't even come close. K swap that shit. Too. Um, yeah, it, I should. But uh, are they starting to go up in price? No, they're still. Bucks? You can still get them for about a thousand. Okay, I I did see them around yeah. here for like eight hundred bucks. Yeah, it's like eight hundred thousand, twelve hundred ballpark in there, um, depending on what what you get. But gotta you gotta hit the LKQ yeah. fucking half off days, dude. I'm <laughs> yeah. waiting for one. As soon as I fucking see one, I'm gonna go get that inline six from a fucking uh, Trailblazer. Hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. Uh, I looked today. The prices are like six hundred bucks. Um, regular price almost seven hundred. So 
I'm sure out the door on a half off day, I'll probably get it for like four fifty, five hundred bucks. That's still not bad. No, not at all. Not at and all. I will just put it away somewhere until I get a hair up my ass. Because I really wanted to do the K swap on my on my uh, silver car. Because because mm-hmm. I thought it would be a cool swap, and I know they have a T fifty six adapter kit for it. Nice, nice. But we'll see. Uh, what trans are you gonna run on that? Your uh, BMW ZF. Um, for for now, ZF five speed. Did you already get one? Yep. Okay, because I know that they got yeah. super like hard to find recently within like the last <laughs> three years. They got hard to find. The prices yep. spiked. They came back down a little bit. Oh, really? I saw one. I saw another one for like six hundred or like six fifty, which was like that's totally normal. But for a second there, they were like fifteen hundred dollars or yeah, something. Man. For I saw T fifty sixes go down recently too interesting so uh well maybe that's just the ones i was looking at so like the uh the cadillac t56 is very specific so it's not the same it doesn't have a um like a slip yoke style at the end for the the uh, output shaft like the gto and the f bodies do um this has a uh it takes a guibo setup like a bmw almost so they're very specific to it, and they have like this really weird linkage. So every time I see parts for one go for sale, like I have a linkage for the transmission in my garage that I may never use. But you've got it. Just I, in case. It was a hundred dollars, and I was like, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm hoping to find somebody who like broke one for like five hundred bucks because I know how to rebuild the transmissions, and then I'll just fucking piece it back together for a couple bucks. We'll see. Boom. Fucking fingers crossed. And, yeah, man. And that's, Hoping for yeah, it. and that's how you end up in a fucking uh, rabbit hole of, yeah, I got this transfer $500, put 300 bucks into it, and now I'm doing a $5,000 fucking engine swap. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm slapping it behind something else that shouldn't be exactly. there. Exactly. Making bad financial decisions. Yeah, I'm not, didn't say I was good at that one. Um, nope. how'd you, what made you decide to do the E46? What, that chassis of all chassis? Uh, so I drove, I drove one of the guys who's like local at our at our skid pad, mm-hmm. and he has like a four or five hundred horsepower E thirty six. Nice. Yeah, and it but it's like basic. It's like a street car, like I think it's an M fifty. Don't quote me on that, but it's like a BMW motor, big turbo, and um, it was awesome. It just shredded like third lap in. I was you know full clutch kicks, and uh, I was like, all right, cool. I need one. And then E36s around here are pretty expensive. Um, and E46s were a little cheaper, so I got a super clean shell, and that was that. E46s are cheaper? Yeah, E46s are cheaper out here than 36s. Jesus. I remember when yeah. E36s were like nothing. You get them for yep. like two or 300 bucks. Yeah, another, like clapped ones are in the couple grand, and if you want to clean... E36, like running, you know, prepare to 10 plus. No fucking way. I need to buy one here. And maybe I'm a little off, right? I'm not like a BMW expert, but. No, I get it. I get it. Every time I looked, they were expensive. What do, you, what, do you, what do you plan on running for that vehicle, or are you trying to get sponsors and stuff? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, as far as like suspension and stuff like that goes. Just oh. be a drift car, right? Yeah. yeah. So, gonna... so I haven't gotten that far yet, to be honest. Because, mm-hmm. like, Step one is like get the motor in the car, 
basically. Get the motor in the car, and then once that's done, cage it. Um, but I would probably go back with Fortunes, just because I really liked what I've had in the Miata. But yeah, that makes sense. If I could work with a different brand, you know, that always opens up doors. I'm not opposed to any brands. It's just if I was paying full price, I would probably just buy Fortunes again. Yeah, that makes sense. And then go kill it next year. Um, that's when the nerves kick in. When you're like, all right, I yeah. put all this money in this car. This fucking piece oh, of shit better work. Yeah. Right. And I know I'll break stuff, so it's like, it's going to be a different animal. Plus, it's going to be so expensive compared to the Miata. Because I'm on 15s. And even if I run the Valinos, they're still like, you know, 80 something, 90 something attire versus like the BMW probably in what, 17s or 18s burning up real tires. So they're 120 a piece. Yeah. How many laps do you get on your Ironmans? Tons. So you don't even have like, a number? No. Yeah. I don't okay. It's, I haven't, I used to have a number, number calculated, but I didn't do it last year. I mean, it might not be much more. But then again, it could be double. Like, no, I think it's going to be yeah. double because, like, I get you know, working with Ruds, like they give me tires at cost, mm-hmm. which is and helpful. So, yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, it's awesome. So you'd be like two hundred bucks, you get a set of tires, and then, you know, you take eight to twelve tires for a weekend, versus like two hundred bucks gets me maybe two tires. Yeah, uh, tires are expensive. That's. Man, that is the shitty part of drifting. Well, yeah. well, if you do get, let's just say you are doing around 400 horsepower, and you get like a, you're able to get a a bigger tire under there. Probably, you know, dissipate heat a little better and last a little bit longer too. Maybe. You know, yeah. On a good day. I mean, Kenda, I I haven't had like. <laughs> what I don't know, I yeah, I have. Ha- I haven't had the personal experience of running like 20 laps on a Kenda. Um. Because I fucking blow the sidewalls off on them every time because I go off track. Um, but I have heard guys who have gotten like 25, 30 laps out of them at the same power I'm at, which is like 400 wheel, um, just by like properly heat cycling them, having multiple pairs of wheels where they're like, they'll do like three or four laps, go get another set, put on their other set, and they'll just kind of like rotate through them. So that's constantly heat cycling them, so to speak. And they just last a little bit longer that way, I guess. That's smart. Yeah. Um, so I do know there's a way to do it. Uh, I'm also fucking lazy. Oh, and I get the red mist. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? If we like, if I do a couple good laps and someone is like, gives me two fingers, I'm like, yes, oh yeah, absolutely. we gotta go again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. Like I'm following yeah, you. Yeah. I'll burn these <laughs> tires up. I don't, I don't need to get 20 more laps out of them. That's, yeah. No, not when I'm about to have two sick tanks. Yeah, exactly. I hear you, man. I fucking hear you. But yeah. Well, I cannot wait to see what you do next year, man, and this year. Uh, I really want to see this E46. Hopefully, you post some stuff about it soon. Yeah, man. As soon as I once this Miata is done, and then I can start working on it and like getting the stuff together. I'm real excited for it. Awesome. It's gonna be a. Uh, be cool. All right, man. I think I'm going to call it there. We're almost at an hour and 30. Um, thank you again for coming on. Where can people find you if they want to follow along? Yeah. Uh, Instagram is probably the easiest. So it's adam.b.racing. Yeah. Um, I'm like on there often. So 
you know, shoot me a message or something or whatever, you know. Yeah. That's the easiest. <laughs> All righty, man. Uh, thank you again for, so much for coming on. Uh, can't wait to see what you guys do. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. It's good to All see right, you. Likewise. You have a good night, man. All you right, too. Bye-bye. Bye.